A podcast network. Any thoughts, Moki? <laughs> she loved my songs. Clacking, ready? One, two, three. It scares Smokey. Oh, her breath is so bad, it's good. Hello! And welcome to... Two! Filthy! Nerds! Because we're fucking nerds. And we're filthy. And there's one two of us you switched it up i don't know if you know that i know i did i just wanted to see if you'd fucking notice yeah i pay attention did you do this because i got mad at you because you didn't notice that i had gotten nude and changed no but i think maybe subconsciously you got nude yeah fully nude not on camera i missed the nudity yeah you know i love nudity not enough to not be locked into your telephone, ignoring the world around you. We're going to have to run our filthy mouths about phones at some point, but this is not that point. That is the, No, it's not. Because right now we're going to talk about looking up movies before you watch them with yeah. your patrons specifically because there might be a lot of nudity. Well, listen, you guys, if you're listening to this live... Uh, you're well. If you're listening live, you're already in our chat on Patreon. You can join our Patreon chat and live stream along with us at Patreon.com/slash/TwoFilthyNerds. But more than that, we do live movie watches of all of the movies we tell you guys that we're talking about. Uh, we've watched them all with our patrons, including this one, The Man Who Fell to Earth, which we will get to. We will get to. It was a uh, a doozy. But yeah, there was uh there uh there was a lot of. By the way, also you have until tomorrow to join if you want to get on the brackets and we start Harry Potter tomorrow. So that live stream will be fun. Uh, but the brackets are of course, voting on whatever we do after Harry Potter. That's neither here nor there right now. We're talking about how there was quite a bit of uh nudity, nudity, tootity. We saw, we saw headlights. We saw taillights. <laughs> we saw whatever you call a dick in terms of a car. Is that a muffler? Muffler. Absolutely. A carburetor. A tailpipe. A tail. That's a that tailpipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a butt. muffler, though. Um, there was a hair in my a mouth. A gear shift. <laughs> An accelerator. A windshield. Oh, yeah. The, wiper. Shi- the shift. The stick the shift. Stick shift. Absolutely. And what would a pussy be? A I glove don't know. compartment. A glove compartment. Yeah, absolutely. Or the center console um, <laughs> right next to where the shifter is. It's a whole thing. The point is look, have you ever gone to see something in theaters? And had no clue what and you I were getting into. And I just raw dogged it and didn't look at all. No, I always look because it's like, why am I going to go into a theater and not know what I'm paying for? I have on more than one occasion thought, you know what? I'm going to show up and surprise myself. Yeah. I'm going to watch something. Instead of going with a bias of that's the kind of movie I think I would like. Maybe I'll find something I like by just going to one I know nothing about. So you've rolled into a movie theater willy nilly. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a good idea. If you're like, wow, that sounds like a great idea to experience cultured pieces that it, I perhaps would not have chosen. And by the way, almost every time has ended in the movie being so, so awful. sad. I think in this instance, we chose the movie purely based on who was in it yeah david bowie we wanted so to watch that, is, that actually is the lesson yeah don't watch a movie based on 
based the star. purely based on who the star is. Yeah, like we don't need to see every movie The Rock is in. Most of no. them are probably similar. And it's redundant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that it's like just because Lindsay Lohan is playing someone in a movie doesn't mean you need to see a movie about Elizabeth Taylor or whatever. Exactly. Heard- the only movie you want to see Lindsay Lohan in is The Big Lebowski. That's it. She's in The Big Lebowski? Yeah. She's what? Mrs. Lebowski. Who oh, are no, you that's talking Lindsay about? Lindsay Lohan. That's um oh the what? other one. The other what one in the but now the, everyone Tara, is just unsubscribed. Tara Reed. That's who this it is. This is oh my uh, god. I, it was Tara Reed. You ever Listen, see Tara Reed's I'm nipples? Sorry, by the way, she's never seen them. They're not real. Her nipples look like they got in a car accident. She did get into a car accident. Her plastic surgeon should be sued by everybody in this world. They should at least have. We they should we should at least know their name. That should be public should, information. That should be public information. So no one ever goes to them ever. Yeah, they should be like. Put out of business uh, forever. Have their license revoked. It's Th- it's truly awful what happened to her. I mean, truly. But I put her and Lindsay Lohan into the same basket. Obviously, I can't train tell wrecks? white train wrecks apart. That's fair. Uh, no, here's the thing. I once went and saw My Sister's Keeper in theaters, which is a book mm-hmm. and is also a movie. By the way, book and movie, apparently very different. Book? Never cried harder in my life. Yeah. Uh movie never saw it how wait i don't it? remember how it ends in the book but there's a different ending in it's a happy ending probably in the movie in the book it was a sad ending no it was a sad it's a different sad ending oh the okay. sister dies of cancer in the movie i think and in the book she died of cancer okay no but then the other sister dies in a car accident oh uh, or something the point is i went my sister's keeper thinking the point that, is death is inevitable i saw the name and thought maybe this will be like sisterhood of the traveling pants <laughs> And I went on a date with a man I brought thinking it would only be a minor annoyance because it'd be a movie that's made for empowering young women. You thought you were going to come on a stick and you ended up crying on it. Sobbing. Oh. Audibly. Like people in the theater were looking at us and he was embarrassed amount of sobbing. Just like. <gasps> My qu- question. When you when you cry really hard, really, yeah. really hard. It's not everywhere. Snot, absolutely. Good. I, don't, I don't question that. With that nose, you're definitely having snot. Okay, fuck you. Would would you wail like that? Would you be like, ah! when it's really hard? Yeah, I don't. There is a there is a putting on of aud- like audible sounds you can make when you're crying when you're trying to be dramatic, mm-hmm. and then there is a sound that comes out of you when you are crying so hard that you cannot contain it. Yeah, I know. And that is the sound yeah. I made. Yeah, I was not trying to draw were you making, to were you making it was that it was this sound <laughs> so it was you were dead dad level crying yeah yeah nearly vomiting but also somehow still managing in between sobs to shovel a little bit of popcorn at a time in my, <laughs> thinking if i ate by such a choking hazard thinking if i ate that there would be enough joy from the taste of buttery popcorn yeah. to call the fact that i was seeing a young woman die on screen oh and that is I like my emotional eating movie. in a nutshell. Don't. Yeah. But the, I mean, the reason we wanted to talk about this is because we picked a movie to watch with our patrons. Last week we had Labyrinth. Yeah. La- no, the day be- it was the we, day before. We, we watched Last the movies a day apart. We but, wanted but you're to do- listening to these episodes a few days apart. We wanted to do. We, we knew we wanted to see Labyrinth. And we thought, you know what? David Bowie's been in a few movies. Why don't Let's we do a- some of his other stuff? Double David Bowie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a double header. Looked up David Bowie movies, 
for no real reason, chose this one. Willy nilly picked. I thought, oh, it seems science fictiony. That's kind of nerdy. It's an earlier man pick who movie. fell to Earth. There's gravity. We love science. It's gonna be good. Thought, you know, maybe there'd be some sort of space oddity uh, sentiment to it. Which, in all fairness, no, we didn't talk about the fact that his character's name is Thomas. So, for all we know, there is some sort of major Tom Ground tie here. control to major Tom. I'm stepping through the door. What if that whole thing was actually him launching from another planet uh-huh. and he ends up on Earth? What a bummer to finally get to tr- interstellar space travel and end up here oh what a so bad the earth is ghetto oh my god has anyone heard that's okay wait no i'm pulling it up right now i'm gonna just do a little snippet you guys have to look up this girl released this song song called the earth is ghetto earth is ghetto unfucking real definitely listen to it but the earth is ghetto um so we 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 willy-nilly picked this movie uh to watch with our patrons um and then we started watching it and it was it was odd. You know, we weren't very weird. I was like, immediately, I was like, oh my God, guys, I am so sorry. Like, none of us are on the drugs up enough to like, be enjoying this movie. If you've seen Labyrinth and you thought Labyrinth would be required drugs, a movie that required drugs, it pales in comparison. It pales in comparison to the weirdness of this. Yeah, this was, this was, you should be on mushrooms, acid. This is an LSD. Follow this, it up with Molly this and was then the, DMT. It, this looks like something they used. In the MK Ultra experiment. Yes. A thousand percent. Like that this was some sort of mind mm-hmm. control testing. It, it, it That was mind control. I was controlling my mind to not continue. to kill myself and yeah. force myself to continue watching it because it was so bad. And then in the chat, we had, a, a, you know, again, our patrons were there in the chat. I just kept apologizing. I'm like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. This is one instance of a woman over apologizing that I felt completely. I could right have apologized more. Honestly, you didn't apologize that much. I did all the heavy lifting with the apologizing. No, I was doing a lot of the apologizing. I, the I think I did more than you in the apologizing. I think that you are being a very you right now in trying to out apology me i was i was for sure apologizing i'm way more codependent than you are i did most of the typing in the chat you probably did but i did all of the things frankly I if it's a apologies. Zoom, there's probably a record of it i can go back all i said was i'm so sorry and i just said my god you guys i cannot believe we are watching this movie together i want to stop so- you right there that is not an apology jess shut up i love you that's not, it's not that's not an apology going i can't believe this is happening is very different than sorry and i'm not saying this for you i'm saying this for anyone listening who thinks you going oh my god i can't believe i did that suffices as an apology to someone sorry. there was a sorry in there but what you just said you didn't Listen, say sorry i know and i think that's a lesson a lot of people need to take away here you don't say sorry you didn't apologize here's the moral of the story this movie was a poorly planned uh we looked up nothing about this movie. nothing we just All we knew, knew it was david, david bowie. bowie was in it and we were like it's gonna be good because had david we done bowie, a little bit of an research inkling of research we would have found here's here's one of the uh headings there was an article somebody wrote uh about the movie it says re-watching david bowie's the man who fell to earth make you real makes you realize the film only has one redeemable feature want to know what that feature is David, David Bowie. Bowie's in it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Which, by the way, that this person... I, I have a lot of questions for Andrew Anderson, who wrote this article. That you had to re-watch that to figure it out is yeah, yeah. shocking. Yeah, you're like, wait, let me try to remember. 
I will never forget this movie as long as I live. No, because we've all been traumatized by... If we had done a little bit of pre-research, somewhere I'm sure we would have read that we were about to watch what could very easily be considered softcore pornography. Um, By the way, not very easily. Absolutely, unequivocally, that was softcore porn. That would be in a special interest section. There are... In the Hustler store. No question about it. And we watched it with our our poor unsuspecting patrons, one of whom, before we started the film, was bouncing on a trampoline with his children. So he probably was like, oh, we watched The Labyrinth. I'll have my kids here. They'll experience this David Bowie movie. We can experience it for the first time. He logged out very quickly. We're so sorry, sir. Uh, That's Asa. Asa, Asa. you're fucking like, and we had no idea. That was awful. It was a weird, it was like... I will never in my life... Requiem for a Dream meets 70s Sluts 4. That reminded me so much, if there's movie people in here, of of, uh, David Cronenberg's Naked Lunch. Here's what we're going to do. I wish we had counted how many times we nearly saw a dick and how many times we saw a dick and how many tits we saw, but I would say above 10 for all of those. I can't uh, even, I mean, the tits that just obviously. By, by the way, several different tits, all great. S- all very tits, similar. 70s tits were the best tits. Like in all of Tit Town, 70s titties, for some reason, everybody, the areola to nipple ratio was always on fucking point. And was every room they went in below zero, everybody had rock hard turkey. I feel like you're discounting the fact Made that no sense, they probably saw a lot of tits that didn't get cast. Were they casting we, based on tits? They were like, oh, I don't care if yes. you deliver a line. They were like, who's got the titties? A thousand percent. There are women out there that were like, I was much better at the part for Mary Lou, but unfortunately one of my nipples is a little bigger than the other and they thought Uh-oh. perhaps they should cast someone else. Yep, yep, yep. One nipple is just like in the game and the other one's just out to lunch. Yes. A naked lunch. And if you naked lunch with are David Cronenberg, we'll watch that at some point. If anyone out there auditioned to be one of the sets of tits in this film and was rejected, what please. If, do you think they had stunt tits? Bring in the stunt tits. Mary Lou had someone else. I mean, it was clearly two different sets of tits when she got older. We'll get into that. We'll be right back. Listen, we're back and we're just going to get into it because we could talk about how there's tits and dicks in the movie all day and we will. But Uh, okay, what the movie is about, it's really hard kind of to figure out what it's about. So we we had to go to Wikipedia for this completely because we truly didn't understand it. At the end of our viewing, we actually sat with our patrons. Again, if you want to come to our viewings, go to patreon.com slash two filthy nerds and you can join us. Also you have until tomorrow to join to vote on the first uh, round of brackets. So get in there because our patrons also helped us decide what possibilities could be next. So um, our, one of our patrons suggested that he wasn't that he was an alien who fell to earth. That he it, traveled back in time. It was a time traveling version of himself in the future who traveled back to now to whatever. That wasn't the case. That according wasn't the case. to Wikipedia, but also according to who this, I mean, it's so weird that it could be unclear. This could all be assumptions. Like how people assume that one semi-charmed life song is about meth. Was it? I don't know. 
Summerism. Come alive, baby. I want something else to get me through this. Yeah, meth isn't strong enough anymore. Simmy charm, kind of life, baby. How do I get myself back to the place where I fell asleep inside you because you lost your boner, but you were fucked up on meth and you passed out? Oh, has anyone ever fallen asleep inside you? No, but uh, for years in my youth, I thought, my, not my youth, youth, but my elder youth, youth. Your elder youth. For some reason, I thought that sounded really romantic. And then I got older and I was like, oh. I mean, I actually thought that sounded romantic, too. Because it's and like I they're so do. entwined. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still do. Like if a man tantric fe- love where mm-hmm. his penis... Mm-hmm. Like, at some, point, at, at some point, I thought, like, that you could just be so interconnected in love that you were, like, physically connected, but mm-hmm. that there wouldn't be, like, sex. Uh-huh. And now I realize that's fucking creepy. I have to be Get honest. Get your dick out of me. I, I think it's still sweet. I think it's so beautiful that someone can be, you know comfortable with you enough to let their manhood just go limp inside your body. Oh, I mean, I've had that happen. And then pull <laughs> it out and it just falls down like just Bloop. a soggy noodle. Just like, pfft. like that worm at the beginning yes, of like Labyrinth. The worm at the just beginning like, of Labyrinth. Yep. Just, just like accordions down. That's assuming it's a big dick, a little accordion down, uh, just flop down. But, but it's been inside you for so long that it's kind of a little crusty. Like you, you can feel the crust like on the outside of you. And then he has the crust on and it falls and you see the crust break a little bit. Crust? And then it's like, just like come crust. Cause I have a juicy pussy. Sounds like it's not that juicy if it's turning into crust while well, it's still inside of you. Well, it had dried up because it, we'd been there so long and we fell asleep. Your wait, your pussy doesn't just like stay constantly juiced. Yeah, no, 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 no. The vagina eventually is a self-lubricating utensil. Yeah, but eventually the is juice doesn't the right flow heavily. Did you just refer to a pussy as a utensil? Yeah, it's like a bowl or a fork. You you use it in times of need. And it's really cheap at the night. How I use it to right consume now. the seeds of men and and their energy and intelligence. I like to eat men's seeds and pomegranates. That's how seeds I got so smart. Bowls. Is I steal men's intellect through their penis using my <laughs> vaginal utensil. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. Well, you could actually probably use the womanizer to get their juice out now and then just save it yeah <laughs> you just put it that's uh, that by the way is a it's a new type of sex toy new for type of sex toy, but like you could take the sperm out put the sperm in a cup and then then a person can just ladle it inside of you what you kind can, of pussy do you have you where can, someone could ladle something inside of it beer funnel how about a beer funnel <laughs> me ladling what is your <laughs> pussy the size of the grand canyon it's not like a bowl where you're getting stew at an orphanage just <laughs> give me the semen please Sam. may i have some more <laughs> yes okay it's it's not tiny okay <laughs> i haven't had any complaints but i also haven't had any like five star reviews <laughs> like if my pussy were on amazon when people go it would have a lot of reviews and like four stars uh yeah no that's four stars fifty thousand reviews that's my pussy i had a i had a bit about yelp star reviews on pussies which i'm sure we all do but no i mean i've never heard it and i that's the first time i've ever said my pussy has a yelp oh it's on my album but the the point what i was trying to say was i i'm i get i get you Mm mm-hmm you understand when people go i haven't had any complaints it's like yeah what psychopath is complaining to your face about how bad you are in bed who rolls over and goes oh my god you're so bad at fucking what is it people are not monsters i'll be honest i've said that to somebody before some of us are monsters it turns out so anyway (laughs) i uh i'll be perfectly honest uh a guy once was like oh i love our sex and i was like "Uh uh-huh and he's like do you like it too and i was like yeah, it's good. 
he goes oh my god you don't like our sex i'm like no it's like it's okay no and then he goes you don't like it at all do you and i said it's not my favorite i was young you said it's not my favorite mm-hmm. wow so not only did i tell him it was bad but i told him it ranked poorly you that i ran first of all i rank all the sex I've had. yeah if it was the if it was a march madness not bracket, even the top 50. you wouldn't make it past 16 yeah you would be in the, in the bracket yeah. yeah you wouldn't even make it to a sweet 16 my god that man can't be doing well i don't know that scars a man forever that's like if you're young and a guy goes, your pussy stinks. I had a guy tell me that once. Me too. After I broke up with him. And I was like, you're saying that because I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. This he, is, he you're retaliating. He said it to me after I broke up with and him. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying, had I not said I don't want to be with you, you would have kept going down yeah. on my stinky pussy. <laughs> you went down on it multiple times. So who really has the problem here? It couldn't have just started stinking right now after we broke up. That means every time you put your face down there, you're like, this stinks, but I love her so much. I'm going to put it in my mouth. And now that I don't love you, you're trying to use my own vagina as a weapon. <laughs> Joke's on you. I can smell my own pussy. I don't give a shit. I'm so fine. joke's on you. She has no sense of smell. Yeah, that's true. So that's honestly that my biggest fear with my sense of smell is that I constantly have BO or that my pussy stinks. So when he said that, it did cut to my core a little, but I obviously recovered. Cut to your pussy. Can anyone, please, of, of the millions of men who have been around my pussy, can people please let me know on a scale of one to 10, how close to the bog of eternal stench <laughs> am I? Listen, okay, we have not even, okay, look. This, you know what? I gotta be honest. There's absolutely nothing we're going to say that's going to do this movie any justice. Because the he's movie a, sucks. He's a, oh, summary, quick. Humanoid alien. David Bowie falls to earth. He ends up getting corrupted by humans. He he falls in love with power. Well, he we're, falls we have in love a whole with money and a whole thing. Don't worry. We'll get to it. Falls in love with power, money, booze. He meets a lady. She ruins his life. But I thought the coolest thing about it is that he took technology from his like superpower alien world. Yeah. Came to America and had the ingenuity to take that technology, create patents and sell those patents and, and become like a, he's basically like jeff bezos he's elon musk actually he, the he's thing like is, the is like elon musk you know if you're smart enough that you if you come from some type of planet where you guys have figured out a way to travel interstellarly you're probably a relatively intelligent species. I think he landed here very quickly realized that there was some sort of monetary exchange. Mm -hmm. He goes, all right, you survive here by getting these dollars. Mm -hmm. How do I get the most dollars? And then he looked around and was like, wow, you guys are fucking stupid and have no technology. And also he was like, how do I get earth pussy? And he watched other people on earth other men on earth clamoring for earth pussy he did seem to watch a lot of he would because he watches he like, said he learned everything from tv and they, if you know one thing from tv the rich guy always gets the girl yeah rich men get pussy that is what especially we're told. in the 70s no poor guy stood a chance in the 70s no it was all casanova the 70s, and, lived the, in, and james bond you lived in an apartment with two women and you were stuck in the friend zone what show was that three's company oh i never saw it 
Well, anyways, it was, was just that, a, it was like, uh, Tony it was a, Danza. It was about a man who uh, no. Ritter, uh, John Ritter. Uh, yeah, God rest his uh, soul. And it was just about a man who was stuck in the friend zone, uh, and then not only was stuck in it, but had to live in the friend zone. Oh, because he was so poor, he had to have roommates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And nobody wants so, to fuck. That and nobody guy. wants to fuck the guy with no money. You're just you're just a roommate. So yeah. you know, Earth girls, they like cash. And if you're watching TV, you're like, you know what? When I get to Earth. I'm going to have to get me some dough because I want to get some of that earth puss. I want them to slide on my non-dick. What oh, I that's another thing. He had is, a non-dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like uh, just a slab of skin. But ultimately had a real dick at one point. Yeah, that it's like, well, because I think he had so, like a full earth suit that he had yeah, created. By the way, what an earth suit he got. I mean, imagine. He was like, give me the skinniest guy you have. Well, then I also want to know that like, did David Bowie... As David Bowie exists in tandem with this man in the movie, and he came and he's like, "Who do I want to look like? Oh, that famous guy. I'll make an Earth suit that looks like an him. Earth suit of Bowie." Although uh, Bowie's way too thin, I gotta be honest. He's a skinny boy. He's a, like you don't you don't look at Bowie and think he's never done cocaine. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That you was a rock you don't star look thing, at David though. Bowie also and think that guy's gonna be packing some heat. No, but I'll say so was it even that big or did he was he just because he's so thin and so tiny it looked big that you expect little. Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten the skinny surprise a time or two. <laughs> I'll say that where a guy's real skinny and you think he'll probably have a skinny dick and then they come out just a fucking heat seeking missile with a fucking hog. He's like, give me that bog of a yeah, I'm going to throw my hog tom. in your yeah. bog. Major hog to ground control. I am thrusting for through that your bog. door. <laughs> In the most stinky way. I've really made the... What is the gr- grade? You've really made the grade? I've really made the grade. And the papers want to know whose shirts you wear. That's about condoms, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting on a tin can. <laughs> That's what his penis was like. Yeah. It was like sitting on a full can of soda. Oh, Diet Coke. Oh, God. Does the pussy good. Mm, I, I need a Diet Coke. Oh, my God. We have not had Diet Coke since you've been back. Wow. What, what a are fucking... we doing? Diet Coke did such a good job with its overall advertising campaign that when someone says the word Diet Coke, I salivate like a do fucking Do you think that's animal. their advertising campaign or do you think it's the addictive chemicals in their product? Who cares? Put it in me. Oh, it's so good. All right, you guys. Listen. Uh, what's what's weird is that like for a while for a good portion of the movie it seems like there's two completely different storylines yes going on. i had no uh, by the way even reading the summary of what went on i was like oh i didn't that's not what i saw at all it was like we saw the one world where it was alien uh uh david bowie and then in this other world was a professor who fucked like all, All of, of his, his students. students. That's where the 70s tits come in. Is that this oh, professor. Oh, 70s bush too. Hip to hip, thigh to thigh. Just, we're talking big time. There were a couple girls. It was a little bit patchy. Might have like been going this, through chemo. I don't know. But those bushes were fucking this, robust. The, the irony that so many of those bushes were probably protesting war when guerrilla warfare was going on across the sea in bushes of the same size yeah, in absolutely. Vietnam. Just hiding. Just, they brought Nam home with them. Maybe that's why so many women fucked war heroes. Yeah, they're, they're like, like listen, you've I, been here. You've been in the jungle. All right. I have got some stateside junk for you. I mean, my God. And the professor, by the way, 
I don't know if you guys listening are familiar with the actor Rip Torn. I know him as the boss from the Men in Black. The boss in Men in Black pretty much always being a creepy older guy. And I'll tell you something right now, guys. Creepy younger guy, too. Yeah. He nails creepy. As a young guy playing a creepy older guy. Uh, he because he was probably like what in thirties, forties, yeah, forties, forties. Looks good. I'd hit it. Fucking these young teen, not I don't know. If I mean, teens. young, they were young. college kids. They were college, college kids. kids. He was fucking college kids. And by the way, fucking them, they were so into him. And by the way, it wasn't normal sex. It was weird. weird. And it wasn't weird like how I like weird. Okay, it wasn't like role play weird. Oh, is that what you like? It's fucking okay. Is that when you call what you are into role play? Yeah. She's into fucking weird, but I'm not going to expose anyone's details, but before she rails about how weird the sex is, let me just say hers is not any less weird from the stories I've heard. Mine's a little weird, but this, it was just like a bunch of non sequiturs of sex. Yeah. It was like just a bunch of like random, like, but that one with that young girl where they were like beating each other up, beating each other up. And then like, she's, she's like, uh, takes her underwear off and puts it over a picture frame. (laughs) Like it was so weird. Like, it's more like, did, is this what they improvise? I think at one point he just hit her titty. Yeah. He just hit them. (laughs) And she was like, okay, hit my titty. By the way, uh, these girls smoke shows so hot and okay you know what i am so incensed by this let's take a break and we will come right back into this we're back okay we were talking about how every one of his students fucks that he fucks is super hot and We've we've touched on this briefly, but Nicole watches a show called A Teacher, and there just to talk about the power dynamic. When people go, when a teacher fucks a student, there's a certain power dynamic where people, you know, it's like you're taking advantage of the of the power structure, mm-hmm. which is a thing we hear in a lot of like gray area sexual cases where you're one of the people was actually you know a boss or whatever. And I just want to say this, like if you think that you're that a teacher is a person of power. You are a fucking idiot. It's a teacher. Do they have a lot of wisdom? Yes, I respect the fuck out of my teachers. They are underpaid. This is someone who's doing this as a fucking service because they care about education. If you're fucking a teacher for power, you're not going to make it through you're just school. you're fucking you're fucking your way to the middle. You should be automatically failed. Yeah, you should you should never you should be a teacher. But he's getting these fucking... If you fuck a teacher, you're a teacher. By the way, they go like full... They show a girl go down on him. And they don't show his penis, oh, but only because... His penis? Oh, no. You, they showed it. I well, saw it. Oh, the, t- the teeny tip. She's hold got on, one on, really hand. Really quick. Really quick, you guys. I'm just going to take this off real quick. Because this... This uh, little microphone thing. If you're not watching, you should have been on Patreon. It was like this. It was like, it was like a, a magician doing a trick. It was like, where's the dick? Literally one hand around it. No dick. I'm like, and I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, could you have at least waited for the man to get hard? Yeah. No, it's like, the thing is, is like, maybe he has a micro penis. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. Like, he's a grower and not a shower. Maybe he's a little older and has trouble with the erection. But it was like hidden enough that I was like, sorry, there's not going to be an acknowledgement. I don't even see a little bit of the dick. We're not going to yeah. go, oh, why aren't you hard? Or like, yeah. 
Hey, it, just, it looks like a tired dick. Yeah, it just looked exhausted. exhausted. The, his dick looked like I how I assume most teachers feel every yeah, yeah, yeah. day. That's how he felt after a long day. Oh, and there's do you remember the scene where he like clumsily like loses all his papers he's like whoa and all his papers just blow everywhere and then the hot student like all the students come to help him pick up his paper and the hot student like walks him to his car with his and he just like gives her a ride like like what the fuck i I just he was like an okay looking man i don't understand how some people have professors who are hot enough to fuck. Most of my professors honestly looked like bridge trolls. I had one hot professor, but like, what did he teach? Public relations something. Oh, of course he was in some sort of like light, fluffy thing. My major. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a light, uh, light, fluffy major. All right, art history. Fucking tone down. Uh, okay. Uh, I was pre-med. I don't know if, I've, if I mentioned that. Not post-med. Had to go into art history. Uh Med got a little too hard, but can I pick apart a painting? Absolutely. Absolutely. Surgery, no thank you. Blood makes me feel bad. But let me tell you what's wrong with this oil painting. Let me tell you about the Renaissance and how <laughs> <laughs> they use slave labor to make most of the Sistine Chapel. But like this guy wasn't even that hot. And I feel like, I mean, I feel, I mean, there is an alien who falls to earth and this is a science fiction. And the most fictional thing to me was that this guy would keep getting to fuck young hot girls. Wild wild by the way david bowie's hair color i loved it why does he look like a crazy woman who runs a thrift shop that is the color that is the color of a woman who yells at people yeah that is from behind he's cynthia nixon they're the same person yeah he's miranda they eat pussy in the exact same way he is the culmination of all four personalities from sex in the city in one man He's a Samantha. He's a Miranda. Yeah, he's he's what we all want to be. All of them. All of them. All that's the why time. people love. That's why people love David Bowie. I think David Bowie was actually the archetype that they used to pick apart to create the women from Sex and the City. They're like, let's let, who's our muse? David Bowie, Candace, Candace Bushnell. She's the she's the woman who wrote Sex and the City. Yeah, very big, very big David Bowie fan. And and she saw she probably Man Who Fell from Earth. She was like, you know what? I've seen this man's cock piece. He's a real fucking swinger. His cock piece, literally, because it's like a piece of a cock. Or, or did he, was, I'm just wondering, like they have Merkins for women. That's like a fake bush. Was that a fake cock? Was that a fake cock? Maybe. I don't know. There was also a lot of dildo technology was there at that time. Okay. So there's something like, listen, this teacher fucking students and David Bowie landing on earth seem to be two completely different storylines. And then they merge. At some point, the teacher who I guess is a chemistry professor gets hired hired by by David Bowie's company. The company David Bowie uh made to i don't understand if he was supposed to help david bowie make a spaceship or is he, he was supposed to like trap him honestly i truly believe elon musk might have molded his entire life after this character i mean possibly because he goes to outer space so does the uh elon musk is gonna go to outer space okay david bowie's character outer space made a rocket ship made a rocket ship um has a flat penis thing thing no <laughs> so he hired thing. the guy to help him build it but the guy was very like weird about it it seems like he came he wanted to make a lot of money because he wanted to make a ship to go back to his place but he could never also he had a lawyer there. business partner named farnsworth which farnsworth, farnsworth? who was so fucking blind by the way his glasses oh were so god thick. Un- i was like what Un- 
This guy can't see two feet in front of them. Why do you trust him to like see through the future of your organization? Oliver Farnsworth. He ends up moving, like he gets the company established and like the way he meets this woman, Mary Lou, he ends up going, I think to New Mexico, I think because it's kind of got an open area. I'm pr- pretty sure it was like in well, tandem he landed. With- he landed in New Mexico. So he wants to go back to that area to try to build up. And-, and then went to a city. I don't know what city it was. Maybe it was like Dallas. Dallas, New Mexico. No, no, no. Da- they, he eventually left New Mexico. Did he? Yeah, because I think they drove to Dallas because when they're in the big city with the skyscrapers. I don't know that he. Oh, maybe they do. I just know they go to a small town in he goes to a small town in new mexico that's where he meets mary lou who is the elevator attendant yeah at his hotel and then she just like keeps Fucking, hanging yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. like just bones down with this stray and then she's just like all of a sudden just with him all the time also fucking anti-feminist character this is finds out david bowie is married and didn't even bat an eyelash no she just goes i guess i'll do for now uh, and I think what a piece of shit she knew he had a wife and kids. She I know think, that they were on another planet dying of dehydration. No, but I'll argue that it's a more feminist standpoint because I think the thing that gets overlooked in feminism, when you want to talk to a feminist, you go, oh, you mean you hate men? And then they go, it's not about hating men. It's about wanting to be equal, which it totally is as a feminist. Yes. Uh, I think a big part of that is acknowledging that also women can be pieces of shit. Yeah, women are pieces of shit, too. There are women who fucking suck, and that is feminism. That Mm. to go like, oh, as a feminist, we are all better. It's like, no, we are all just as good as men, which means some of us, not that great. Yep. Uh, What she said. I couldn't agree more. Fucking homewrecking Mary Lou. terrible. (sighs) Thank you. I didn't know if anyone was going to address the elephant in the room here. I love elephants. And me even worse oh she is the scum of the earth ah but she just sort of like sticks around forever sticks around forever by the way has a has a fucking banging body banging body until like he gets like taken away by the way how have we not brought up beef eater (laughs) oh beef eater gin i think that this was all from like the first time there's drinking she's like do you want gin i love gin and it's beef eater is so prominently showcased in every single shot the amount of product placement beef eater i i hope they paid a lot of my otherwise they just gave beef eater just so much free exposure they weren't just like by the way drinking just like a, a sip of beef eater a major plot point was that they were all Everybody's abusing beef eater. Abusing beef eater. What I want to know is, was Star Wars already out by this point? It's 1976. Yeah, the first Star Wars was out. Was already out. Mm -hmm. Did beef eater just go, here's a bunch of money, make a sci-fi with a movie star and feature our product. And that's how this movie came about. It is. Because like people love science fiction. People love David Bowie. Let's make something. I and then they were like, this is great because they also know nothing about energy. I just can't imagine. I mean, how am I don't know David Bowie, but I can't imagine anyone reading this script and understanding what's going and understand what's going on. And then if you did understand what's going on, you're like, this sounds great. Yeah. I'm going to do this movie. The fact how how Star Wars bad- was 77 and this was 76. So oh, maybe so it was not. before Star Wars. Huh. Anywho. David Bowie did 
possibly the weirdest movie ever. There, There's a lot of talk that he was in the midst of a horrible cocaine addiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which he looks like it, to be honest. Was the bloody nose scene when he comes out of the elevator even part of the movie or was he just like coked out of his mind? Yeah, he was definitely on coke for majority of that film. There's no way he could have done that film without being on coke because yeah, it he, was awful. You would have realized it was a fucking terrible two and a half hour movie by the two way. and a half hours. And of, what is a, weird average dicks and nice nipples when he he at some point reveals himself to this woman as like he takes off the costume. Oh, my God. Oh, after she's like, you can tell oh. me, you can show me, I'll love you no matter what. Immediately, immediately, she's he like. Takes ah! By the way, do, I don't know if you noticed this. Hold on, I'm going to do an act out. When she she was holding a drink in her hand when she was yeah. when she was screaming and she was <laughs> she, going, like, she, was she just like, kept pouring oh, it on herself. She was like, ah! it was like the movie Airplane where the <laughs> captain keeps splashing himself in the face with water, like just. Ah! Oh, it was. Everything about this movie was so comical. And they show that his butt has no crack. No crack! And then his front is like like a Ken doll. Yeah, he's a Ken doll. Just like a slab. But years later, they reconnect because he's been like locked up in some sort of home that's like a facility by the government. They reconnect and get into this really weird sex thing where they're like firing. He pretends he's going to kill her, but it's a gun with blanks. And they're like, ah! Like they're both into it, but... It's like flashes By the of way, light every time they fire the gun. That That is like a level of death role play that is fucking wild. I hope I never need that to come. My, I thought he was going to shoot it off inside of her and we were going to see it. Oh, I'm not honestly, gonna lie. that's what I thought. That's I was I like, thought. oh, this oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. how yeah, a hustler yeah. got that's started. That's how I got my pussy. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> that's how I ended up like this. That's what I... That's how I got this situation. Sawed off. <laughs> uh... They're like, and she's much older. What's funny is that they did her and Rip Torn's character end up getting together because he's because David Bowie's been like locked away. But they did older person makeup on them. Rip Torn looked how I exactly how, how I know him looking. Yeah, but, unbelievable. But her, they made her look older. She just looks like the mom from Back to the Future. Yes, but then you were saying earlier. I don't know if it was on the recorders before we started. When they're when they're having this sex scene, it's you know them running around and jumping, and it's I think I think it's supposed to be artistic. She has jungas for like titties, danglers. And if if you watch this movie in the beginning, there is a scene of her in a bathtub where she could have passed for a little boy. Like we are She's talking got teeny tiny nothing for tits, yeah. nothing like a itty hint. bitty titty committee. It, she's the president and also a client. I mean, so, it is unbelievable how small her titties were. Do but you think the, with the dark and the flashing light was was done to hide the fact that these were actually different? I think characters? it was a different. Yeah, it was a different body because these were the tits of someone who had bore children. <laughs> like these are the tits of somebody who smoked cigarettes. Yeah, these tits had a story. <laughs> yeah, they they were fucking just sad. These are tits you meet at a bus stop and yeah. a bus stop only. These are the these are the kind of titties you want to sit down with and be like, Grandma. Tell me a story about your youth during the Great Depression. Yeah, these tits don't start any sentence without sighing. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> well, kids, like, yeah, no, these tits own designer ashtrays mm -hmm. that were made by their children in arts and crafts class. Mm -hmm. These tits yeah, are my baby. mother is what yeah. I'm saying. These um, tits uh, go to Michael's to craft. But it's like they're every time they shoot the gun, it lights up. So it's like on lights, off lights. And you see David Bowie's dick. And that thing is like flopping around floppy mcflopper this, scene. I he's mean, got a hog i cannot believe that he was like this is the movie i'm gonna go full frontal for 
I wonder if he didn't think he would get any bigger or I wonder if he thought it's artistic. If he was so coked up, like you can do an amount of drugs. Like if anybody knows a cokehead, then you know that oftentimes they will have these really great ideas that are not great ideas. ideas they're, just, they're just but like on enough so cocaine, It's genius. So he's there f- like flop city. So flopping it's a real fl- is, it's a flop house. It looked like one of those like big sausages. Just oh, so like ones that you it could like beat someone. Or it also reminded me of the little inflatable things where they're like, they're like uh, at a car sale. Just yeah. like, Wah. it was fucking like that thing could have hurt somebody. I was more afraid of his dick than the gun. Yeah. His dick could have had its own gun. It, it did, actually. That was its gun. He was like, his dick was like, you can borrow this, Bowie. You can borrow, borrow this, Thomas. Here, have one of mine. It's really weird. It ends up that, like... He ends up getting out of the place where he was, like, locked in. Yeah, and he makes, like, a record of sounds that are oh. meant... What? They don't even show him making the record. What they show is Rip Torn's character at a record store finding an album called The Visitor. And he hasn't he heard from this guy in years. Yeah. And then he, by the way, Amoeba Records. He's clearly he's at Amoeba Records. Clearly at Amoeba Records. He, and he's like, hey, can I listen to this record? I didn't know you could listen to records at stores. Yeah. I wonder if that's really a thing. Because it's um, like. I feel like it would be a thing. I, I don't think they would make up that detail if it weren't a real thing. Yeah, that's true. So he so listens he goes to and it. listens to it. And then ends up meeting up with him. He tracks down David Bowie's character, Thomas. Meets him at a restaurant outside. He's like, how'd you find me? just shite-faced. Yeah, but the thing is, David Bowie has clearly become an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, Earth has withered, like, has really chipped away at him, uh but he uh hasn't aged. Yeah, yeah, This man needs fucking AA and Al-Anon. Like, he is in bad shape by the end of the movie. But he looks very youthful. Very youthful. Compared to Rip Torn, who has aged 30 years. torn up. Yeah. And then Mary Lou, who is... I mean, has aged like the man on the beef eater. Yeah, bottle. literally, I get why you said Back to the Future because you actually see her age. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you see, see her age for sure. Was that Jennifer Conley? No. <laughs> I mean, she was haggard by the end of the movie. Oh, my God. You're back saying weird... just when he goes back to the bad 1985. <laughs> the difference in her in good 1985 yeah, and bad, bad 1985. In... We'll cover that movie one day. So um, he, he says to Rip Torn's character, he's like, now, at this point, Riptorn's character is married to Mary Lou. Yeah. And by They're, the way, he asked if Riptorn has seen Mary Lou. And he's like, no, it's no, been a while. He lives with her. He's living. Why wouldn't he tell him? He's a hobo who does who dresses as a Santa Claus during Christmas. And she pays all his fucking. Yes, bills. that is fucking weird. So weird. But they I mean, maybe it's their role play thing. Maybe. Maybe he's not even a Santa. Maybe she's like, wear the Santa Claus costume to the liquor store and then I'm going to pay. And she's like, shoot a gun at me. He's like, I don't have a gun. She's like, what do you have? He's like, Santa suit. And she's like, it'll do. Good enough. Let's go for a sleigh ride. But he, so they're at this restaurant. He he asks about Mary Lou. Riptorn's like, haven't, haven't seen, seen her. in years. And then out of fucking nowhere, David Bowie's character just blacks out <laughs> that's how the movie ends he's, he's like oh the uh, waiter comes over and he's like i think maybe we should cut off mr newton or whatever his name is and yeah. he's like don't you think that and Riptorn goes like maybe and then he just goes <sighs> and his hat falls down on his face and that's credits that's roll. credits roll that's that's the movie and listen if you're listening to this thinking everything you said is not cohesive there was no plot to what you said yeah we that's are not on acutely us acutely aware yeah the movie was fucking by the way, it was free on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, please go and watch it. 
If you ever pay to see that movie, ever, shame on you. Also, I want to point out someone in our live chat on Patreon right now, Rod, for a good point, um, that is someone who comes from a planet, because he comes from a planet. This was a big plot of he flew from this planet because there was no water. Yeah, there's no they, water there. They talk about Earth as like the water planet. And we actually watch his wife and kids die of, of dehydration. dehydration. Horrible. Horrible. Absolutely uh, horrible. It happens every day. And then we watch them like get on a space train at one point, which is... But it was like a space It's just hovel. like a, a poo hut. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this looks like a really shitty bathroom at a national park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like hasn't been upgraded. It was like a teepee? It was like made a teepee. Out of clay? A teepee meets clay meets like dung, like dry cow dung. Yeah, it was like a Mayan triangle. Yeah, it looked like a Mayan ruin. Yeah, it was ruined. And so was the whole planet. <laughs> The whole so planet was the whole was story. Ruin. Yeah. That was a plot line. So I think it's interesting to think that maybe his like chronic drinking was like, oh my God, there's so much liquid here. Oh, what's like so when gnarly, you grow up you poor with no food and then you become have like a really bad overeating habit like me because it's like scarcity. Like mm-hmm. you can't just like not I can't have a bite of something mm-hmm. like I have to clear the, the whole plate. thing. Uh huh. Do you remember at the beginning when he was drinking the water, he was at this like pond and there's like a frog jumping on the pond. Oh, and he just and he scoops, scoops up, up the water and we're like, please, I, please I'm like, I that. hope he doesn't drink that. And then he starts drinking it like Trump with two hands. He's got, and he's like, and like gulping it like, glug, glug, glug. Oh, I guess so now disgusting. realizing, cause that was really, that was the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. And then realizing, oh, there was no water where he came from. Yeah. Yeah. He'll gives a little more context, time. but I thought he had trapped a frog in there. Yeah. I thought he had trapped a frog and in drank, there too. And uh-huh. I don't, I still don't understand why that. I thought there was necessary. probably a tadpole in there. You like, saw the frog and he was like getting the frog's kids. He's like, oh yeah. Fucking live in me. Oh, <sighs> listen, you guys, don't watch this movie. Don't ever. Unless you just want to see Rip Torn naked. And unless th- you want to see Bowie naked. And then I guess go for it. I assume there's probably something else where Bowie gets naked, but I'm not sure. For sure. I feel like he's had multiple nudity things. Though. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who wants to get his dick out there. Yeah. Which God bless him. That thing was majestic. That I mean, that was like looking into the sun. It really was. Yeah. Blinding. Blinded but I can't stop. The light. Wrapped up the by this dick. It's got a whole lot of might. Um, okay. Listen, you guys, we're going to go. You have until tomorrow morning. Listen, if you're listening to this as it dropped, that means it's Saturday. And if it is Saturday, you have until Sunday at noon to join the Patreon. And that's when we're shutting down the brackets. So if you want to vote on our next 16 bracket or, our, or what, what we're doing next, we have 16 things. You have to be a Patreon to vote a Patreon, a patron to vote in the 16 and eight round. I'm fine. Listen, I'm still traumatized by all the dicks, which says a lot because I've seen because she's seen a whole so many dicks. I have a war veterans amount of penis. Yeah, in my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every dick she sees is a flash. I have post-traumatic stress dick disorder and <laughs> this didn't help. But get over there. And uh, if if you're not in in the uh, in the realm of trying to pay for supporting art, I get it. Listen, we're all starving and dying. But if you could head over to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a rating and a review, and if, feel free to give a suggestion of what you would like us to eventually cover in there, and maybe that'll end up uh, in one of our brackets one day. So thank you, uh, fellow nerds, and Godspeed. Don't watch this fucking movie. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.